The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faithlit. Faithlit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, here we are. The day after Election Day, midterm elections, trying to make sense of everything that we saw last night and still kind of piecing together here in the hours and days to come. If I sound a little tired, it's because I am a little bit tired, as many of you might be today as well. But that's okay. That's not going to stop us, deter us, slow us down, anything of the sort. Email address Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Should you want to be part of the conversation, share your thoughts, your feedback, your opinions, and yes, always the adoration and praise. You can also contact us via the Huff hotline or by text. That's the same number, 317-210-2830. So let's talk midterm elections. As we were talking about uh, what expectations were for yesterday's midterms, the expectations were high. The expectations were for Republicans to, you have to look at this in stages, I think. The first is we have to, we have to win control of the House of Representatives. That was always the lowest hanging fruit. And I would have said yesterday that it was a potentially foregone conclusion, or I, I don't think of it like that. To me, everything's statistics and probabilities. You know, we, we talk about that on here. We talk, I mean, we, we, 
In fact, I imagine some of you get annoyed at me for saying that it doesn't matter what a poll says. What matters is what the actual election results are. We have to cast the votes. The vote has to be counted. And there you go. So, um, I think in terms of, of percentages, and it looked quite certain that Republicans would win quite a few seats. And, of course, there were some... Some very good news last night, especially in the state of Florida, which, by the way, you know, I think, I think we may start hearing a little bit more murmuring about DeSantis making a bid for president here in 2024. Uh, DeSantis smokes Charlie Crist by basically 20 points. Marco Rubio wins the state of Florida in a massive way as well. Many, I think there were four seats, I think, in Florida. Of course, we're still, the dust is still settling on this, right? I mean, this some of this stuff, which maybe that's, again, is there any reason on this planet Earth that this, the tabulation of votes should take this long? I, I firmly am in the camp that the answer is absolutely no. There is no there is no excuse for this. This is a legitimate role of our government. Our government wants to engage in everything else under the sun. But yet this simple task, it's a it's counting. I mean, this is something we teach I mean, little kids to do. Right? This is counting. It's tabulating. There's no sophisticated math or theorems, or formulas, or anything else. And so part of the reason we have to stay up late if we want to follow this stuff is because these clowns and jokers don't... I, it is, at best, completely mismanaged. At best, completely mismanaged in many states. At worst, it's an unmitigated disaster and debacle. But that's another conversation. That's... One of my takeaways as, I, as I've watched, you know, I've, I've watched election returns for the vast majority of my life, and it, it seems like it's getting more and more painful here. I don't know if, you know, who in the world um, could, if this, in fact, I told a friend, I have a friend who's a owner-operator of a Chick-fil-A, not in this state, but in this region of the country, and I texted him last night and said, what would it take for you to get with other owner-operators of Chick-fil-A and just volunteer? Volunteer to count the votes. Because whatever you do at Chick-fil-A, when it comes to getting people their chicken sandwiches or whatever else, chicken strips and chicken, they call them nuggets there. I don't know if they call them nuggets there or not. But whatever you do, you are pretty quick and efficient at doing that. And I think the governing authorities could learn more than just a thing or two um, from you and your efficient team. Not to mention, not to mention there would be a much better interaction between the poll workers and the, uh, the Chick-fil-A staff, who of course undoubtedly would tell us to, uh, anytime we said thank you, um, they would simply say, my pleasure, instead of giving us some sort of scowl or what I'm kidding, half kidding. Anyway. So we have this that that whole mess with with counting. It shouldn't take that long. It's it's really a mess. And of course, many states. Indiana's, of course, my state is is the first one of the first states to close. 
close the polls. So we began reporting first. And then, of course, the West Coast states. I get that there's a delay and a lag for that, but my, oh, my. Should it take as long as it takes? So there's that that issue. And, of course, the dust is is settling on some of these things. And we knew, I, in fact, I even said, I think on this show, I know I said it to someone yesterday, that there were going to be races that were competitive, that maybe were even surprising races, uh, and they may be Republican seats. And one of those, one of those may be the, well, again, it's still pending, but Lauren Boebert's seat is um, at the time at the the last I've seen with data. Keep in mind, there's 435 House seats, and I think there were 35 Senate seats yesterday. So 470 races that were um, for Congress, for the Senate or the House of Representatives. But I mean, she's at what I'm looking at currently. She's down 11,000 votes. That translates to a out, not quite, but just shy of four percentage points. That wasn't something that was uh, projected. There were some other seats. There were some other seats that got competitive and so forth that maybe folks did not predict or anticipate. That happens. That happens with every election, and it happens with every midterm in particular. But by and large. I mean, let's talk about what we did know, I guess. Number one, we knew that it was going to be close. And what we, what I thought, and, and um, you know, again, some of this stuff is still working its way out, but what I thought was even though the individual races may be close, the trend was clear, and the Republicans would, I don't know, ride the, the, the wave no pun intended with there being a red wave, just riding the trend, which is towards sanity, towards, you know, away from what we've been subjected to over these past two years with Biden and the radical left. And that appears to have not happened as much as I had anticipated. It's still... Um, you know, it looks like Republicans. I mean, look, we're we're still. I'm still sifting through this. I'm still sifting through the final the final numbers. Um, Republicans may still end up here with control of the of the House and the Senate. I mean, who knows where this ultimately ends up and lands? But it's at least theoretically possible. Again, at the time that I'm speaking right now, based upon what I've uh, been following here since last night. But it's theoretically possible that it comes down to a runoff in the state of Georgia again, which Georgia, for those that don't know, uh, Georgia, it isn't just who wins the general election. They have to get they have to get a majority. They have to get fifty percent of the vote. Excuse me. So they have to get fifty percent of the vote. And so in these instances where it might be 49 point something to 49 point something. There's a runoff. They have to remove the person that's not in the top two, ensuring that one of the two individuals will get 50%. And so there's a runoff. This is what happened last year in Georgia as well. So 
All these things vying for our attention, all these things that are happening around the country. And of course, we had some issues yesterday at the polls in places like Maricopa County in the great state of Arizona. There early on, early on, there were people that were going to the polls to vote yesterday. And they were told that the tabulators, the machines that would be used to tabulate the vote, were not currently working. Something like 20 to 30% of the tabulators were not working in, in certain precincts. And then that confused some voters, and folks got out of line thinking they would just go to one of the other places to vote. But it turns out some of those voters, again, from reports, some of these voters were already checked in to vote there so they couldn't check in somewhere else so these are the sorts of things and again you got to be careful here i know some people you know are they're the logical possibilities are there can just be genuine mistakes right we are dealing with a government and government doesn't know what it's doing in many cases so that's an obvious explanation but then of course there's other things that could be happening as well I saw an article in Fox News, those of you on the north side of Indianapolis listening to my voice, I think this was in Carmel, I believe is where it was. I don't have the article in front of me, but the gist of it was one of the poll workers in, I think it was Carmel, north side of Indianapolis, was, uh, you know, as he, I think it was he, as he was taking people to the, you know, to the actual voting machine where they explain, you know, how to cast your vote and what lights need to be lit up and all that sort of stuff as he was doing that according to reports he was pressing a button that was creating a you know basically voting it wasn't i don't believe it had been cast yet but he was pre-filling out the ballots according to reports voting for straight for straight democrat and then of course that created confusion in the mind of the voter especially in that part of the state it's not a very uh, likely Democrat, I don't know, part of the state. And so people caught this and made complaints. Like, th- those things have to be stopped, no matter, again, obviously. Surely we can agree. <laughs> Surely we can agree on that. So th- there's there's intentional things like that that happen from time to time. It's disingenuous to say that nothing ever happens at the polling places that is uh, that's nefarious or someone trying to work the system of course it does it always has too by the way always has happened and it always will to some degree but we have to put safeguards up and we have to make sure that people are doing this who are doing these things face the correct legal uh, legal ramifications here but then there's also the possibility of just ineptitude but when there is ineptitude that happens in a state like arizona where there were lots of questions some people would say absolutely legitimate questions. Other people would say um, allegations or questions that were unfounded. But whatever the whatever the case, people had these questions. And then they go to the polling places yesterday and they find that there's a problem with tabulation. So these things these things do not seek to instill confidence in the American voter as we watch these things happen. Um, and of course, I was watching. I always, I always tune into MSNBC, and just and just kind of watch the world of crazy to listen to some of the things that they are talking about. And and they they actually had some guy on there, by the way. The title my 
my wife pointed out, was like senior reporter for disinformation or some such thing. Online disinformation. That was this, this person's title. And Rachel Maddow was going to this person, I guess, looking for reports on disinformation, which ironically in that example was the disinformation was um, that there was some intentional, you know, that this was intentional by people working the, the polls. We have no idea at this point what had happened there. All we know is that it impacted some people's right to exercise their vote. I thought MSNBC would have been on the side of people practicing democracy, but since they found out it was a Republican district, they didn't think it was that big of a deal. They thought people were making too big of a deal about this and, you know, just kind of blew it off. But these are the things that have to be held in check and that we have to instill confidence in the American voter Again, no matter who wins, no matter who wins an election, if we lose, we want to have confidence that we lost legitimately, right? If someone, I mean, if if people win, we want to make sure that they have been duly elected by the voters in their district. Otherwise, all this talk about saving our democracy is just lip service, right? So there's all sorts of things as the dust settles, I know some of you don't like those those um, those phrases, but just as we get through the election and we kind of look at, you know, we're still watching where the final uh, the final counts are going to be. But if in fact Republicans have control of the House, that's a that is a good thing. But maybe it's not by maybe it's not by as many seats as we had originally thought, as I had originally thought. That can be a little bit discouraging, but the most important thing is to be able to have control, at least of part of the government, to prevent the radical left from forcing nonsense down the throat of the American voter. Of course, it would have been much better, it would be much better, I should say, if we have the House and the Senate, and then, of course, prepare ourselves for 2024 as well. But again, we're still waiting through all of these things, getting final vote tallies and so forth. But this this is coming into focus here. Um, some things to be very excited about if you're Republican, if you're conservative, if you believe in returning to limited government and so forth. But also some places where we clearly uh, came up short, where we clearly came up short in this particular election. So all that being said, we're going to talk about some of this. We're going to go through some of the um, well, ups and downs, pros and cons of this. As I've been saying for a long time now, even years, this is just the next step uh, step in the battle. If you had grander visions and thought we would win more seats, I mean, I guess if you need to take a day or so to get it out of your system and fill a little bit down, that's okay. If But, but at the end of the day, what matters is, is that this, we just have to continue. This fight, again, is going to be here. It's going to be here forever. It's going to be here, I don't care how old you are, whoever you are listening to my voice, your, the rest of your life, this battle is going to be here. The battle for freedom and liberty. And in fact, it's going to be your grandkids. If you're a little child who's been introduced to this program at a young age by very wise parents, if you're a newborn your grandchildren are going to have to be engaged in the process of defending liberty 
and this great nation, holding their governing officials accountable. And it's, it's a never-ending process. So maybe it's not as exciting and positive as we expected. But again, we have to continue to move towards, towards the same direction no matter what day it is. Not just election day, but constantly moving towards the objective of returning this nation to its proper you know, to the proper framework of the government and moving towards liberty on a consistent, constant basis, no matter what our opposition. Friends, that is ultimately the only choice that we have. So, timeouts in order. Plenty more to talk about. Going to do that on the other side of the break. Sit tight, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Hey, Indy. Want to have Todd speak at your church, events, business, or community group? You're in luck. Todd will be coming to a location near you soon. Text SPEAK to 317-210-2830 for more information. Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through FaithLit. FaithLit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. back my friends so so let's let's look at this let's look more closely there again there are there are very there were very good things that happened last night a lot of those things happened in the state of florida and i started to say this in the first segment i might have even said it i'm tired folks i don't know if i finished that thought or not but this is um we may hear more encouragement, or maybe I should say it this way. DeSantis may now 
Because, I mean, just based off of last night, I mean, he's clearly DeSantis and Florida. And I would say Republicans, you know, in, uh, are winners in the sense of Florida becoming a very solid. Now, again, these things are fluid, but so they can change. It, this is, I can't tell you the number of times I've heard post election, uh, what, uh, obituaries that have been written for both political parties. That's not, look, that is not where we are. These things will adjust, right? There will be adjustments made by both parties. There's the strategizing, the selecting of candidates, all of these things, right? So it's not the end of life, and it's not, you know, it, it didn't mean that our opponents, like, it no, it was no one's expectation to think that the Democrat Party was going to cease to exist after after these midterms. We may have thought that the victory was going to be and frankly should have been bigger, but that doesn't mean if it wasn't or it didn't turn out that way that it's a insurmountable, um, I don't know, that the odds of beating the Democrats next time are even more insurmountable. We have to think about it, strategize and all of that, but it doesn't mean anything other than that's what happened in this election. And, of course, we need to take inventory of that. We need to ask ourselves, why did this happen? Why wasn't as big as, as it should have been? What, what's, what's going on? Because, again, all the indicators here was for a massive Republican victory. Massive. I mean, that, that's, that's what all... All indicators were pointing that direction. And to the extent, I mean, there were Republican victories, and maybe it was, you know, good news, but when you, when you, in some, in some respects, but not as good as people, including me, had hoped, anticipated, and even expected in some, in some instances. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's good to ask questions. It's good to think things through, figure out, the weaknesses and strengths of candidates and messages and everything else. But one of the things that's going to be popping up more and more as we move towards 2024, and as Trump announced recently, I think he announced even maybe yesterday or the day before, that on November 15th, that's just next, or this coming Tuesday now, um, he's going to make an announcement, which many people think he's going to announce his candidacy for president. In fact, there were rumors that he wanted to do this prior to the election, and it took some people uh, to convince him not to do that. But in the wake of what happened in the general election yesterday, and what again, we're still getting a final tally and all that as we move into uh, today as well, uh, but, but some people are going to, I mean, there's going to be calls and pressure for DeSantis to really make an effort to become the nominee. Now, I really like Ron DeSantis. I also really like Carrie Lake, and there's other, there's other good Republican conservative candidates and so forth as well. So I don't want my not listing them at the moment to be anything more than just simple oversight. That's not the point right now. The point right now is to say, DeSantis, because of what happened in Florida, because of his willingness to step out and lead, 
and to lead in the face of fierce opposition. Because of those things, there's, and, and of course what happened in Florida yesterday, that was really good for the Republican Party. Because of that, there's going to be pressure or some advisors saying, hey, put your name in the hat, even if Trump does announce for 2024. Now, I happen to think, again, I really like Ron DeSantis, and I think he should run for president someday. I do think, however, it would be a strategic error to run against if Trump's going to announce I think it would be an error at this point now I reserve the right to change that opinion due to whatever happens between now and then but I think it would be an error at this point to do that um I I think I think it might unnecessarily divide the party it could you know that could be ugly um and from reports according to reports which I saw report of course, you never know if these things are true, but DeSantis has apparently has announced, again, based on reports, that he's not going to run against Trump. Now, if Trump doesn't run or if circumstances change, absolutely. I think DeSantis is a fantastic, fantastic candidate, and we need more people like Ron DeSantis who are willing to fight these uh, folks in the media and the radical left more head-on and not be fearful. Like that's that's a takeaway that many politicians should learn. And may I add too? And, and again, there's lots of lots of thoughts uh, that that run through my head as well as we're you know going through this post-election kind of summary to see where we are to take inventory of what went well, what didn't go well, how do we fix it, sort of thing. But if if you think about the seats that Democrats won, one thing I will say to you. You know, Democrats won a lot of these toss-up seats, some that I thought a red wave would knock a lot more of them to the Republicans. That doesn't appear at this point to have been what, you know, what actually ended up happening. They were, were close, many of them, but it just went the other direction. But one thing we can say with certainty is that the, the districts that went blue in those toss-up races did not have a radical leftist on the agenda or on the ballot, I should say. They they don't do that. They at least position themselves as a moderate, as a reasonable uh, old-school blue-dog Democrat. Of course, those don't exist anymore in Washington, D.C. They were a casualty of the 2010 midterm elections because they all were removed from office um, when they voted for Obamacare back in 2009. They were all voted out in 2010. Anyway, so these things... Um, you know, even where there's there's good news for the Democrats, which there was good news for the Democrats, and in some respects, Biden and his party, <laughs> I, outperformed the expectations. They didn't lose as much as as people thought that they that they would or should. But it wasn't because of Biden. It was in spite of him. He wasn't out there trying to save these things. Other things happened, including including these Democrats who won pretending to be more Republican-esque than radical leftist. And that needs to be acknowledged and mentioned as well. So again, plenty of things to talk about and think about here in the wake of last night's election. I'm still trying to get my head around all the, all the lessons and all of the, I don't know, all the takeaways. 
So we'll continue to explore these on the other side of the break, my friends. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. Did you know that there are new episodes of The Todd Huff Show each weekday? It's true, and it's fantastic. Go to ToddHuffShow.com or wherever you listen to podcasts to see what you've been missing. Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faithlit. Faithlit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. We're just going through last night, well, yesterday's election results, kind of piecing this together. Good news, bad news sort of thing. Let's talk about some of the good news. Good news, again, we mentioned Florida, DeSantis, Smokes, Charlie Crist, Rubio, Smokes, Val Demings, several seats, House seats in the state of Florida flipped from Democrat to Republican. And we're talking massive, massive percentages, uh, or I should say victories that were by large percentages in the state of Florida. So fantastic news. Florida is a strong red state at the moment. Again, that can change, folks, at any given time. Other good news. Well, um, Brian Kemp beats Stacey Abrams. Um, again, the final, what I'm looking at still shows 89%. Uh, but he's up nine points. Stacey Abrams conceded. So that's a good thing. That, that race... Uh, was won by he won by a larger percentage this time than last time. Maybe she won't continue to go around saying that this. Of course, she probably will, but maybe who knows? She'll stop saying that this race was stolen from her or some such thing. <laughs> I know we've got we got 
the Trump situation, but there there is a big difference. I mean, there, there's, uh, I mean, context is context matters. Every time someone loses a race, it could be absolutely, absolutely a legitimate race, or there could be, of course, questions and concerns or fraud or any combination thereof of those things. But anyway, Stacey Abrams uh, loses to Brian Kemp. That's good. Um, some things that I had hoped would turn out to be the case, and I thought there was a decent chance, I mean, it would have had to have been on the extreme side of a red wave, but Tudor Dixon comes up short in Michigan, as in the governor's race. Um, I had hoped that she would she would pull that out. It was very close. Again, how these folks... Oz was at Oz was commenting it several times during the show during the breaks. How how do people vote? And if, even as we were watching returns last night, how do we get to this particular to this particular point where people are voting for some of these folks? Lee Zeldin, again by the based upon the data I'm looking at right now, down ten points. Hochul pulls out the governorship of New York. But again, you you look at that, and that's an example. That's an example of something that never really should have been on the table giving well, in reality, she <laughs> Zeldin should win in, in a sane world. But given what we know about the state of New York and how blue it is, that seat never should have been up, at least um, a competitive seat. And it was more competitive than many people thought, but it appears that she's gonna win that seat uh, by around 10 points. So that's not great. But, again, um, Abbott wins in Texas, defeating Beto by 12 or 13 points. Mastriano in Pennsylvania, I know that there was some, some hope that he could win that governor's race. He did not. So, you know, a, a mixed bag as far as, as, far as that goes. Um, when it goes to... The Senate, well, another one is is uh, Katie Hobbs and, and and Carrie Lake, which again I'm looking at about half the vote in, from what I'm looking at right here, and Carrie Lake's down, I mean, 13 points on this. So again, again, so last night another thing was the way that the numbers were coming in was kind of the opposite, actually in some cases the exact opposite of what happened in 2020. So in 2020, you'll remember, Trump got out to big leads in a lot of these states. We went to bed overnight, woke up, and saw Biden jumped ahead in all these states that incidentally had coincidentally stopped counting their 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 votes um, sometime the night before, and then resumed counting when everyone was sleeping. And the, and you can look at the graphs, and Biden had huge bumps of votes, right, straight up vertical line putting him ahead in a lot of these swing states. So they were they told us what they wanted us to believe, even though there were some instances where there was 100% for Biden, which they still can't. There's no way to explain that. I mean, that, that, that's, that doesn't make any sense, no matter what you think about the 2020 election. That, that doesn't make any sense. But what they told us then was, well, those were the, the early ballots. That's just when they got counted. Last night... And this is better. This is the way it should be, by the way, I think. The early ballots, the mail-in ballots in most states were counted at, at the beginning. So then the opposite happened. 
Republicans in many of these races were way behind. Another good seat uh, race, by the way, an important race for Republicans was the Senate seat in the state of Ohio. J.D. Vance defeating uh, Tim. Is it Tim Ryan? I'm I'm so my brain is so scrambled right now. Is it Tim? Oh, yeah, Tim Tim Ryan, who again prepared. I, I was telling Oz he pretends to be a. a, a reasonable moderate democrat but if he would have gotten elected he would have voted uh, voted lockstep with chuck schumer and the radical democrat agenda so but that was that's a good thing then we got this situation in arizona or excuse me in georgia which is uh, this race between herschel walker and Raphael warnock which, again, what I'm looking at here shows about 90% of the vote in. Herschel Walker is up eight-tenths of a point. That translates uh, currently to around 30,000 votes or so, both of them having around 1.8 million votes. And But in Georgia, someone has to get to 50% or there's a runoff. Herschel currently, again, what I'm looking at, which is going to continue to update until, I mean, you know, this, this who knows when the counts are actually over in today's, today's world, but 49.4% to 48.6%, Walker is currently leading. So at that point, there will be a runoff. So there's that situation. Is that good or bad? It's good that Republicans won the Senate race in North Carolina. They weren't able to close the gap in New Hampshire. I thought that was in play. It appears, and again, how, how in the world we're still 65% of the vote here, what I'm looking at, is beyond me. But they lost that one by about 11 points. Republicans did. Hassan won that. And then, of course, we've got the Fetterman-Oz situation, which how in the world can <clears throat> Fetterman... Can Fetterman truly compete for this seat after after watching that debate and so forth? I, I mean it's it's mind it's mind blowing to think that that's even um, even remotely possible. But this is where we are, and of course the Senate uh, race in the state of Washington, which a week or so ago showed a very close race, uh, based upon the returns I'm looking at right now, show the Democrat, the incumbent. Patty Murray, who's been there for a while, she's up about, uh, what is that, 13 or 14? It looks like 14 points. So some good news and bad news mixed in. But again, we knew that after the election was determined and the counts were in, which again, we're still working through the final counts, we knew that the real work was to be done after that anyway. So we've got work to do either way, and I've got a timeout to take. So Sit tight, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Advertisers do not necessarily agree with the content of this program 100% of the time, even though they should. But without them, this program would simply not be possible. Why not show your appreciation for them by visiting supportouradvertisers.com today? Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process, to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. 
Head to StoryWave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faithlit. Faithlit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. We had on this program late, was it last week? I think it was last week. A Republican candidate for Indiana's first district. Her name is Jennifer Ruth Green. And it was a competitive race. We knew she had a chance. It was a seat that Democrats had held for 94 years. I was amazed that they had, I knew they'd held it for decades, but I would not have guessed that many. She conceded late last night as well. She lost. It looks like she lost for around uh, five or six, five or six points. So, again, Republicans just needed to flip one for the Senate. What was it? Five for control of the House. I mean, this is, we're talking razor slim margins, my friends. No matter where the final counts come out to be on these outstanding uh, races, I expected better performance from the Republicans, and it doesn't look like it was um, that, that they did that at this particular point in time. So, but we can't be discouraged. We can't be dismayed. We've got work to do. We had work to do either way, and um, I'm up against the, uh, the clock here. So tight, my friends. Back in, back in just a minute. Join in today's discussion by sharing your thoughts, questions, opinions, and feedback along with the appropriate amount of adoration and praise by texting or calling 317-210-2830. Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. 
There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faithlit. Faithlit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back, my friends. As the days go on, and as we actually hear the true and final numbers of this election, which of course are still um, not settled out there, and given the the breakdown of where these these numbers put us, I mean, we don't necessarily know how this is all going to shape out, especially if there's going to be a runoff in the state of Georgia. Again, Republicans only had to flip one seat. But, again, this could get more complicated uh, with races like Pennsylvania, of course, as well. But anyway, folks, I've got to go. Hang in there. Don't lose hope. SDGC tomorrow. Take care. The morals and standards of society are failing, and it's the children who pay the price. There's no perfect solution, but you can at least keep hidden agendas out of our books through Faithlit. Faithlit offers a family-friendly books box subscription that puts safe books into the hands of children. Head to www.faith-lit.com to learn more. Help protect your family today. Use code TODD to save 15% on your first purchase at faith-lit.com. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now.